Welcome, welcome, welcome. Bienvenue. We're back one week later to continue last week's episode. If you didn't know, there was a big to be continued sign on our last podcast. You had to be there to see it, but it was there. I bought it. It was huge. It's neon. We left it on a cliffhanger. And it's been on for one whole week. Now we can turn it off. Smaug was flying to the lake town. Oh my god. We just decided that. (laughs) We just decided, you know, let's just stop. Cut to black. Cup to black, right there. Let me can I just get this out of the way. That I, I like. I understand why he did that in the Hobbit trilogy. It was a really good cliffhanger. I'm not gonna lie. In the theater, seeing that happen, like I was just like, "You motherfucker!" Like you cliffhanged right when the shit got good. The whole movie drug at the beginning, and then you finally get to the dragon. And it's like, "Oh, this shit's good," and then finally it gets really good, and then he fucking cuts it, and then the next movie comes out, and it finishes that plot line in five minutes. Yeah, I hate that. You might as well have just ended. You might as well have ended it when Smaug died and been like, "Hey, there's, there's now. Here's the final movie." For people that have never read the books or know the story, you can't count that because this is like so far from the books. Really, they go, "Oh, well, yeah, but like we knew that he was the dragon was gonna die and that was gonna be that. Like we knew that was gonna happen." Right. So I'm saying like he didn't even have to cliffhang it if everybody for the people who don't know that. When you leave it on that cliffhanger, they go, oh, freaking crap. Limitless possibilities. But I'm saying it was anticlimactic because he finished it in five minutes in the next one. But you're already in the movie. It sold so much money. That is literally how you got, that's how he got people back. I just wish Every, he everyone who, us more bang. Everyone who didn't know what actually happened goes, I can't wait to see the next one to see what the frick happens. And then in five minutes, it's dead and they're going like, well, what's going to happen now? And then nothing. Because we're here. We're going to see it. Because if they killed the dragon, then like a lot of people, I feel, would have been just like, okay, well, the dragon's dead. The story's over. And it's like, there's going to be a third one? Why? I'm not going to go see a third one. This, the dragon's dead. It's fine. It's all over. I still feel like he could have given us just a little nah. bit more. He built it up so much in that second one, and then it's just like, done. He killed, he killed the way. dragon. No one would have went and saw the third one because the story was over. I mean, he didn't have to kill it in the second one. He could have, I mean, killed it in the third. Just give me a little more meat. That's the, that's the, you wait for it. it what, there was no, he, he made me wait, and then he gypped me. I, really, I thought it was all right. Speaking of which, I'm, I'm really looking forward to the Lord of the Rings Amazon. It looks like it was about to bankrupt him. <laughs> well, we'll see. You can't bankrupt <coughs> Amazon. Excuse me. I don't. I thought. I thought I saw something that it's like one of the most expensive productions to Probably. date. Probably. And it's like if it fails, then it's like. <laughs> if it fails, yeah, it's a big. It's a big uh, crapshoot. But, but I would. Know. I don't know how involved he is, if he is at all. But I would hope that Peter Jackson is somewhat. I would hope so too. Involved because it's like, hey, he gave us six of them. He it's gave like, us everything so far. It's like you give, you literally, yeah. Like he you gets have the, the, you have the perfect man that set up the perfect movies, and then you just go, yeah, we don't. We, I don't think we need him. That's fine. It's like, no, that's the man. You know what that sounds like? That's the man you need to get. That, that sounds board. exactly like what Disney did with Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, it is. And look how bad Star Wars went. So you know. Thank God for the Mandalorian. <laughs> Let me just throw that out there. Uh, Speaking of which, news, I don't know if you knew this, production on Mando Season 3 has begun. Principal oh, photography. Uh, so, probably next December. Yeah. We got Book of Boba Fett. To what was it, what was it usually? It was the same for Season 1 and 2. They came out around like the same time. 
separate years, but it was. It was like, like October. It was like October or something. October, maybe, November. Maybe we didn't like it by October. So well, I'm thinking this time next year. Pushing it down. I'm thinking this time next year. But yeah, but yeah, Boba Fett comes very into this year. Uh, <laughs> 29th and... or 30th of December. I'm excited. Uh, I, the poster came out today on Disney Movie Insiders. It does look him, good. Him in the throne. Yeah. A really dope black, dark, dark yeah. poster. I will say, I don't know if you noticed this, they, when they did the recent trailer, I don't know if we even talked about it. Uh, we, we talked about it a little bit because he said yeah. he looked benevolent and he's he looking for respect versus being a, an asshole dictator. Uh, it's going a different way. I did not expect that. This I'm is excited. like this is more of a continuity kind of thing and it, it, it kind of bugs me, but I'm sure I'll get over it. I don't know if you noticed in the trailer for the for Book of Boba Fett, but he has eyebrows again, and they've all that facial scarring that he had mm-hmm. is reduced to one. Yeah, yeah, one I single know, scar. I noticed that he was a little cleaner looking, and I was like, "What has happened? Did he like spread back to gel and just like soak his head in it or some shit?" Maybe we'll find out. Cause I, I mean, I'm hoping they can explain it. If not, I hate continuity like that. It's like he went through the Sarlacc pit, and now he had no eyebrows. And then the next show, he's like, he, he's eyebrows like, regrow. But I mean, the rest of his face, he's just got one <laughs> scar on his head now. Instead the of eyebrows instead covered of it, up. But he, he was it, the Sarlacc <laughs> venom like melted his fucking face. <laughs> like he had no hair; it was all gone. He put fish skins on it fish skins they don't know about that <laughs> shit it's fucking star wars they don't know that that works they eat fish qui-gon jinn's always a bigger fish just wrapped his head in the giant fish oh skin God. and healed uh, it right up anyway that does that, that was what i was thinking of but i just realized that when this episode airs that is disney plus day oh and we'll have to come back wow. with an episode soon after that, actually. Yes. We we are busy packed on the episode list to right now. To be fair, we did that to ourselves. We went and uh, saw all these movies, but nobody else was going yeah. to see them. So well, we, I mean, not that we, no one we, else is going to see we, them, but they're big movies. We still pack. Well, the, we were seeing movies. We're going to the movies a lot more this yeah. fall than we have in over a year and a half. Yeah. And it's just a lot of back to back to back. Yeah. But it's the big season right now. Games and movies and everything. Games will return, but right now we've got to get through the movies. So the next game's probably going to be Halo. (laughs) That's December. That's next month. So, yeah, we'll get get there, boys and girls. Just bear with us. As we started, this is a continuation of last week's episode. We started talking about movies we saw on discount day. We saw Antlers. Go see our previous episode if you want to hear... Everything that we thought about that movie, uh, we enjoyed I will, it. I will say I'm see, I'm not seeing a lot about it anywhere, but yeah, it's I, but, low, but the reviews on IMDb keep going up. Really, That's it good. was at like a six. It was really good, and then it it, it was at a seven. Like last time I saw it, but it, it might have gone down. I haven't looked yeah, at it, but, but uh, yeah, last last week's episode was us covering that, and we were we were planning on covering last night in Soho, but we did not have time, and we were going to see a movie that day. Today, we have time. And we are going to continue and talk about Last Night in Soho. But, uh, yeah, Antlers, overall, to, to wrap that off, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Nice, yeah, nice it. change of pace in movies and creature feature flicks. It still makes me nervous to live out near the woods at night. Oh, that's fine. I'm not going to lie. Uh, this, is, this is obviously happening. As long as the episode. deer gods don't but, like, call. But, like, four days ago, I was taking out the trash. And like my the trash can's loud because it's on a gravel driveway mm-hmm. and it's empty. It's, so I get to the top after making the loudest fucking racket you can imagine. It's already mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. fucking eleven o'clock, I think. 
and it's just dead quiet after that. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, as I'm, as, hold on, as I'm walking back, in the forest behind me, I'm assuming it was just a bunch of deer running through the woods, mm-hmm. but it, it was just like you could hear the all trees. The, the rustling and The trees stuff. were like cr- crackling mm-hmm. really loudly, like something was running through them, and I was just like, pick up my face, pick up my face. No Wendigo's getting me today. <laughs> and also, I'm, I mean, I'm a chicken shit when it comes to things at night near forest there's been coyotes near too so i'm i'm nervous about being out there around i want to get your throat ripped out no yeah i don't blame you so just just any kind of noise that sounds bigger than me the fact that it can move through the trees at in the dark i'm already crippled well, yeah, like yeah. and the fact that yeah, I'm stand a chance. So I'm, I'm and i'm not going to take a chance to stand just there just know that the deer are more scared of you than you are of them yeah, and then the one time that I try to be scary to one, it's a fucking buck, and it just runs at me and just <laughs> and impales you with nails me with fucking all ten points. Speaking of uh, one last bit before we get into last night's so, uh well, we can keep going. But uh, Dexter new season started. Yes, uh, there's bef- a there's a buck in it. I said before we, we won't get, spoil it. I said before we get into it, I have to. I'm waiting until it's all done. Yeah, we'll probably do like a big episode on uh, this return. Because I, I can't the stand the weekly. Also, my mom's into it, and I, she's already started asking me about it. And I'm just like, Mom, you're going to ask me wait. about it every single week. Just just wait until we have them all, and we can just watch them all back to it's back. Looking, it's looking, from the first episode, I, I watched the first episode. I won't spoil it. We'll do a whole episode when it's all over. But uh, it seems like it's going to be just like a really like safe play season. I will, I will, I'll say, from what I've been reading, it looks like this is it. It's not going to continue, even though I said I had troubles with the name New Blood, thinking, oh, God, if it's successful, then they could do more. It's revving back up again or whatever. Um, But it's it's still attached as, I think, I don't know if it's still separate on IMDb, but I think the uh, creator and even Michael C. Hall came out and said that, uh, is it Michael C. Hall? Yeah. I get some of them mixed up. Uh, just saying that, that, that it's ramping up for a big conclusion, and it's yeah. like they had ten years yeah, to get it, it right, to figure it all out, to see what was wrong with it to begin with, and to rewrite what they needed to. Upon uh, watching episode one, it definitely like has the vibe of like this, like something like big stuff's gonna happen, and it's gonna come to a big like spearhead end point, which makes you think that he's probably gonna die at the end. But it looks good. I mean, I don't, but, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, I think. Knows? Something All that, options uh, are on the table. I know. I just remember from the trailer that Harrison's going to be in it as a young adult. So yep. I'm curious to see that relationship yep. kind of flourish. So yeah, it, seems, it seems like it'll be interesting. Like I said, it seems like it'll it'll be really good. It looks like they've catered very carefully to make sure they don't have some stupid freaking crap going on. I'm just I'm I'm, I'm just really excited because uh, I I want to know if they're going to do, do like a twisty kind of thing at the end, like say. It's Batista just happens to be in the area at I the end to come or something. To wherever and he, the hell he, he happens to see Dexter, and he's like, "Wait, I thought you were dead." And it's just like something I don't know. Like I don't. I, I would. I would like to see. I, but he's the only character that really survived that I would want to see come back. Batista. And Quinn was around. Quinn was around. But he, so... uh, him, and Deb. When she died, I don't really see him being yeah much around. Laguerta's dead. Masuka, I'd love to see Masuka. Yeah, Masuka would be kind of cool. Masuka would be, would be <laughs> there. You go, do the left. 
I see him in other things every now and then. He was on Sopranos. Uh, and it's funny because when you see people and you don't know their actor name because they're like a, a C-lister, yeah. you just know them by their character. There's because the they're so good. It's like, hey, there's Masuka. Uh, anyway. Moving on. That looks good. Uh, Deb's in it. Deb is like Dexter's... Dark passenger character now instead of the instead of it's his Jiminy father Cricket. instead of his father now it's her because the the guy who played his father passed, oh, away. Right, passed away so they replaced him with Deb now which is fitting as well which is good uh, she she was in the first episode like two or three times which is really good so she's, I felt like she would have been the thing like popped up at the very end yeah. of the first episode or oh something. no she's she's the very like beginning almost which is cool. Just criticizing him the whole time in typical yeah, dead fashion. Like, yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. That'd be cool. I'm 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 excited. I I hope it rounds off really well. I was very skeptical, but we'll see. Immediately, you're just like, ah, oh, yes, these are all the characters I remembered, and it's cool because it it does take place like exact timeline from the like gap we've had. It's been like almost eight ten years. years. Eight years. Yeah, they yeah. they say that in the show. He's like, you've been here for almost ten years. It's like, ah, yes, you have. <laughs> yeah, that's why I said I really like that they, they took the time and they said it was about the right time to really get the story out. That's cool, why they didn't yeah. they didn't rush into it trying to fix it. They, they just kind of let it simmer and then yeah, see so what people gauge. Yeah, the, so the cool thing is, like, in those 10 years gap, like, he hasn't killed anyone or anything. That's cool. So, like, and so, like, now it's, like, him, back to like, him. freaking out and breaking down. I say in, in the basic plot, like, whatever town that he's in, like, there's a serial killer going on and it's, like, triggering yeah, triggering seems, yeah. him a little bit and yeah. he wants to, like, find he's him con- so he's he constantly, him. He wants so to like, kill yeah, the serial through, killer. Through the entire first episode is him, like, dealing with the triggers and, like, being like, okay, no, no, I can't kill him. I can't kill him. I want to bash his brains out. like somebody being an asshole and he's <laughs> yeah. got, like, a baseball bat next to him. Yeah. He's like, if I just take this whack him real quick it'd be over and done with and then then he just whacks back and then it flashes it it does it does that that's funny I I was gonna say I I had a feeling they're not they're gonna do like little surprise and make me think he's killing people when he's just daydreaming so yeah the whole first episode is him like trying to continue to cope with life without killing and as the season progresses I'm sure he will start murdering everyone again (laughs) we'll see I I think uh, I think I saw Clancy Brown is playing the, that looks promising. The yeah, I heard he's killer. playing the main bad guy, uh, which so he I, wasn't in the first episode. So uh, they got they had to have leave that for Dexter. He's got he's got to make it make a comeback. He's gotta, yeah, so. he's got to have his official comeback. Okay, I have one question, and if it's a spoiler, just don't tell me. But did they change the intro? No. Is it like a new intro, but with him in his new environment, or is it the original intro? It's a new intro that lasts maybe three seconds. Oh, is it like one of those just flashes the title and goes away? Kind of, yeah. It did. It did like a really just like quick montage of like blood splattery like. But it doesn't doesn't do him like waking up. Yeah, it doesn't do like a whole thing. At least not for the first episode. Maybe the first. Maybe after the first. Maybe after the first. Because usually the first, it's like the pilot. They show you the title, and then after that, then they do the full. Credit sequence had so the had the titles Sunday. like built into the world though just like the old ones maybe maybe yeah. then Sunday it'll probably have a full so I mean I, mean, I, that, I don't know won't. why I'm harping on that it's just such a cool it's a it's a perfect opportunity there were there were moments it. there were like moments of him like reenacting like like what he does like his, yeah like having having breakfast and all that jazz and his his freaking 
what is it? You know, you know, what do you call it? What do you call it when you're, you it's do things over and over and over again? Your routine. Daily routine. There we go. It shows it shows him going through like his life routine now, like what he does. Okay, so because he lives he lives literally out in the middle of nowhere. Okay. And it's him like setting up traps to catch. All right, we gotta move on because I'm gonna want to watch it. I'm gonna want to start talking about yep. it more. So, <laughs> alas. What's new in the gaming world, real quick? Not a Jurassic World Evolution 2 came out. I haven't picked it up yet. Oh, boy. I was this close. I wanted to pre-order it, but then the only thing they were giving away for pre-orders were skins from The Lost World, which were just a couple army green skinned vehicles with the engine logo on the side. And I was like, it's cool, but do I really need to pre-order it just for that? So I think I'm going to pick it up next week. Uh... Side sort of into gaming news. I wanted to ask your opinion about this real quick. That Legend of Zelda Game and Watch was coming out. Oh yeah. I don't know if you remember when they announced yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Full color screen has the first three games plus three side little, little mini game Game things, and Watch yeah. Zelda themed game games. and Watch games that were with Zelda and um, themed. Well, I mean, I guess it really doesn't matter. I can't really ask your opinion. I already acted on the decision. Uh, but I, got wa- it. I wasn't sure if I was going to get it or not. I mean, it's only $50, but it doesn't seem like it's that rare. They're still they're only going for like 60 bucks on eBay. They always pop back up like way down the line. And, and they're like, hey, remember this thing? And my first thought was, when am I going to sit there and play through... Yeah, that's why I didn't get it. ...all three of these games on a handheld of, of like a little two-inch screen. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, I have a hard time enough playing my Switch... Portable. I don't. I, I should just save fifty bucks and not even bother with it. So I, I ended up canceling it. Um, I don't blame you. I had no intention because I was like, I'm never gonna play this thing. My it was just the nostalgia, the nostalgia factor and the fact that oh now I have access to all three of the original games. If I ever wanted to go back and play them, I can. Mm-hmm. But then I started thinking, this is a, a gaming system that its design is dated. You can literally play them on the Switch. That too. But I'm, I'm mostly referring to the fact that the systems, their batteries die after so long. Yeah. Even if you didn't even open the damn thing, yeah. that battery is slowly deteriorating. I guess you can change batteries in it. I imagine you can change batteries. I feel like that'd be thing. difficult. It was difficult to do it on the uh, Game Boy Advance and stuff like that, so I don't know. And also, like the cartridges, they had their own little deterioration factor for whatever reason. Um,. You know, hold on to the thing for like 30 years and hope you can play it again or something? No, I said, God forbid. Just, I said, God forbid it takes me that long to play the games. I'm just saying. Oh, yes, that's a, that's I remember a, that's another, when I bought this. That's also another factor. Ago. And I could have kept it sealed and then sold it for a mint one day. But then it's like, oh, it don't work because it's been... Yeah, I, I, I didn't have any interest in 30 that. Years. Anyway, I just, I just bring that up. That's what's been going on in my gaming news. Forza Horizon 5 came out. It's tasty. As as always, I don't know. I, I don't know what it, what it is about them. I just can't. I, maybe it's because they're such a big fucking game to download. And I'm just too lazy to download it. Game looks really good. Plays really good. It's fun. You know, it's a fun little racing game. I don't know what it is about racing games. I like racing games, but I just can't like. They do get boring at a certain point, though. Cause get you're just like, into them. Yes, I am racing still three hours later. <laughs> So, I don't know. I might, I may try it one day. I, don't, I might wait for, for uh, Forza 8. Ew, that's even more boring. I, I like the, the tracks versus the open world. Well, there's track. They make tracks out of the open world. Uh, I like, like regular... <laughs> boring-ass tracks. Guys. They're not all boring. Yep, they are. 
It's a left turn. Well, you right see how turn. often I really played racing <laughs> games. The last one I think I bought was Drive Club. And then uh, let's see what else. I, I started playing the dark, the new Dark Pictures game, House of Ashes. It's very, very good. I, I didn't play Little Hope, but I played Until Dawn and Man of Medan. Until Dawn was really good. Man of Medan was, was pretty garb-garb. Didn't play Little Hope, and House of Ashes is really good. I almost beat it, but I did not. I'm sure if you bought a physical Close. copy. Uh, yeah, I went to GameStop and traded all those games in. So. Well, I know you did. I have that meme and stuff. I figured you would have got like Xbox Cash or something to put on your system. I did that too, but I figured yeah, I was there. I can trade it back in one day for That's the one money. thing I love about it. I, uh, you'll never, <laughs> you'll never convince me to just, just stop buying physical copies. I try, I'm Start, trying to do like more Certain digitals. games like that, I won't care to have a digital copy because I know that I'm going to play it like once or twice and then I will never touch it again. See, that's the thing. I, I just, I don't know. I've been trying to buy more digital games as I go along. Because it just reduces my collection, yeah. keeps it more tight. It I don't nice have to, tight, it will yeah. never overflow. And then recently, I went through and deposited every game that <laughs> I already have digitally. But I, you can't convince me to just stop because there's always going to be some game, like especially Nintendo Switch games are the big one for me. Yeah, because Switch I, I will never buy Nintendo a Nintendo Switch. Holds game. their value. Yeah. I was talking about that with somebody earlier. I don't know what it is about Nintendo games. Yeah, they, they until like a new version comes out. Yeah. Like you're never gonna see it unless you're super lucky to get it on sale for like thirty bucks. It'll never go on sale below fifty. Yeah. And I don't understand why. I mean, I guess it's because it's Mario and it's just supply and demand. I yeah, I guess so. Yeah, they just. But like even the weaker end Mario games still fetch a fucking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I I turned in four Nintendo games and the cheapest one was the freaking first Mario and Rabbids game and I got like nineteen bucks for it or nine nine dollars or nineteen dollars or something. I was like Jesus. Like even still, that game's most useless. Of the games that now. I ended up turning in when I did mine was like eight bucks, except for mm. my Nintendo games. I even turned in 3DS games, which I thought they wouldn't even take. <laughs> and you know what's funny is the only reason why I think those are is because they never went further. Yeah, maybe. 3DS was the highest that the that yeah. handheld went, and they're still selling them. Yeah. Uh, the the 2DS. Yeah, the, the 2DS. The flat. Ones, yeah, the, I hate that the fucking stupid thing. thing. Yeah, it's retarded. Well, who, what kids gonna want? Kids want to put it in their pocket. But yeah, I think I think Switch will eventually just kind of take that over. Maybe we'll eventually slowly, get a little a slowly smaller Switch. Fiddle it out, and they'll just have switches. Well, we have the physical, the the Switch Lite. Yeah, but it's I mean it's still it's not big enough. To, it's too big to fit in your pocket. Yes, <laughs> too big to fit in your pocket. I don't know. We're used to we're used to having big. Fat iPhones nowadays. So even still, our Game Boys weren't bigger than that. They were a little thicker, but yeah, they were the thicker. Si- but, but size wise, yeah. it's still about the same. I never put mine in a pocket though. I, I never had. Never had I could never fit. fit one in a pocket. Really? I can fit the new 3DS in a pocket now because it's pretty dang small. It's, but... it's not that much bigger. Yeah, it's a not Game not Boy much. Color. Where's your Game Boy Color? The Game Boy Color is thick though. That son of a bitch could fit in my pocket so easily. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It, it could totally fit in my pocket. I never did though. All of them could fit in your pocket, up except this the new 2DS, the big flat pa- mm, tablet panel. The advanced, the the Game Boy Advance was a little wonky shaped, but it could probably fit in your it pocket. Was still, it, it was still, it was, was maybe a little wider, yeah. but it, I bet it would still fit in your pocket. And then the nah, S- whatever. The SP folded over, and it was like half yeah, was the size. I, I love the SP. It was like a little mini. Cool. That was, that was I one was I didn't have. Like a little laptop. But uh, love that thing. Last but not least, what did we? Get? I got a game called Chernobyl Light, which is uh. 
super cool open world day-based game based in Chernobyl and trippy action. It's a RPG. It's like Stalker. I was gonna say I'll, I'll wait for Stalker too. Yeah, but it seems like yeah, Stalker Two is gonna be a lot better. Uh, this the cool like the one little cool thing about it was the developers actually went like three D scan Chernobyl yeah, and put it in the game, cool. and it, like it looks like really cool. You can you can tell it's like oh this is like legit the place. I don't know Call of Duty Four still holds a special place in my heart. <laughs> Fifty thousand people used to live in. Uh... Now it's a ghost town. <laughs> and then last but not least, I got the. New Super Mario Party game, which is Mario Party Superstars. Uh, I'm gonna wait. Which is just a rehash of Nintendo 64 and GameCube era. I say it's just the best, the best of yeah, yeah. playlist. Which I have yet to play. Yeah, which actually. you know what sads, saddens me is they released the previous one, which was just like the most, the newest one. Yeah. The and then this one. one was like a greatest hits one. Now they're gonna have to come out with one that has all of them. You know people are already asking for it. Mm, maybe. It's just like, that, that that's how Nintendo people makes just, their money, well, though. Well, that was the thing. Like, all the Mario parties previously, like, all the Wii and then the one for Switch, like, the latest new one, like, no one really liked. And they are like, we just want Mario Party like it was on Nintendo 64 and GameCube. Those were the good ones. And they were like, okay, fine, we'll just, we'll just re-release those then as a new game. But that's what I'm saying. But then you've also got those people that just want all the maps. So unless they add like some a, of the maps are a, really crap DLC, I, I bet you though, mm -hmm. ma marketing wise, it makes sense for them to now do a combined version that has I all doubt. of them. I think they're just gonna make another new one. Probably. <laughs> they're not gonna stop either way. Anywho, the reason we're here. Yeah, let's talk about the thing. The reason continue why wants to the last episode. Last night in Soho. And talk about. Do you want to go downtown? Last night. Things will be great when you're downtown. In Soho. Was it was it all one one night? Did the movie take place in one night? No, it did not. It definitely it was over. Did not. It was over definitely multiple multiple days. I assumed it me it didn't mean like last night as in the final night as in like I think it uh, to me I I read it as what happened previous last night. Oh, I I figured it was last night in Soho as in you're gonna get murdered. And so this is your last night. And so I, I assumed it meant the previous because she kept going back and forth at nighttime. So I was like, last night, oh, la I, she woke up True. the yeah, next morning and she wasn't there. So last she night. She dreamed it. Yeah. So that's what, that's what I took it as. Anywho, yeah, well, I guess we should describe the story so people know so what the hell we're talking about. downtrodden country bumpkin English girl. <laughs> she's not a bumpkin. I, I can't say that. But it's she's, wee bonnie lass. She's dreams to be a famous designer and she lives out in Fashion the sticks designer. of London or just outside of London. I didn't realize it's so funny to think how big England really is and it's no bigger it's than not like, that big. I think our state is bigger <laughs> than England. Yeah. Presently. It's actually presently. It, it, we're not going to get any... Kentucky will it, rise again and become it's, two it's gonna state sizes. We're no. going uh, to combine no, it's pretty small, but it's uh Kentucky Sea. It gets pretty quick into countryside there. Yeah, uh, it's more like open, plainsy farmland. It's very kinda. pretty. It's not a lot of trees. I figured there'd be more trees, but anyway, so she's she's living her best life. Her mother's dead and gone. She's only got her grandmother, and she wants to be accepted into the London Fine Arts 
university something for fashion design. A really fancy fashion. Yeah. I mean, fashion it, school or something. It makes sense. I mean, London's one of the fashion capitals of the world. London. So it makes sense. And she gets accepted, of course, and she starts her journey going to Soho, London, where yep. the fashion school is. And again, I didn't realize when I first saw the trailer and everything that it was London. I first thought of Soho, uh, New York. That's just the first place that came to my mind. I can't help it. Literally, when I saw the title, I was like, oh, wow, Japan. Soho, Japan. Didn't even know that. I know, I know Toho. Maybe that's where I got mixed up with. I don't know. Just Toho does the Godzilla movies. I'm sure there's Soho, Japan. Anyway. Um, Regardless, she's in London. I blame all the Spider-Man games that I've played. They let me fly. I was swinging through Soho and, all the time. Uh, Basically, she... She's an outcast. She's bullied. Her roommate is a fucking bitch. So she moves out of her college dorm and into a swanky little downtrodden apartment building. That is owned by none other than Lady Olena from Game of Thrones. Yes. Diana Rigg. And it's so funny because the whole movie I was saying to you is like, she looks so familiar. And I was like, is that her? And we were both thinking, well, she died. And I was like, well, then maybe she didn't film this because she passed away when this was probably being filmed. But then I was like, wait a minute, COVID hit, so this had an extra like yeah. year of delay on it. So I immediately looked it up as soon as the movie ended. And son of a bitch, it was her. It was on the tip of my tongue, that whole that whole movie. I, I had a feeling it was her. That was cool. She did a good job, too. I enjoyed, I enjoyed her character. But I think I think it was her last... Her Probably. last... Uh, her last night in Soho. It was her last night in Soho. Oh, oh. It was, it was, uh, I think it was what, uh, it may too have been her soon. last uh, filmed role. So she she's bullied. She finds a new apartment, and it still doesn't matter because even though she's living on her own, she's still getting bullied. But she has to persevere. And one night when she goes to bed, all of a sudden she's well. It's because she goes to the new apartment. Every time she's in the new apartment now, she goes to sleep and she has dreams of being in 1960s London. Yes. And she vicariously lives through another woman who wants to be a fashion model in singer. 1960s London. Yeah, she, yeah, she wants to be a singer she model. She wants to be a singer. Like a, you're at a both. Club, a club in singer. 1960s Club it's London, club you're singer. both. She wanted to be the headliner. You're both. You can't be just an ugly singer. You gotta be a model singer. They really didn't have, like, modeling in the 60s. Not like... Yes, they did. Not like today. It, was, it wasn't like... Not like, like today, no, but they definitely had modeling back then. No. It's very understated. Literally, that's where pinup girls started was the 60s. Most of those were just drawings. They weren't really images of women. They were just something that somebody drew. That's when modeling started, was the 1960s. So porn. Probably too, yeah. Pornography is probably, the first Literally, modeling. probably started alongside modeling. I'm Centerfold, sure. Playboy. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know how we got on that topic. Uh, so yeah, every night she's in this new apartment. She has these dreams. And... She starts to use their fashion sense from the 60s in her classes to kind of bring the 60s back into into the fashion world. The fashion world. And it's working. She, I mean, the teacher she fucking succeeds, loves it. She succeeds highly in her class because she's bringing back the 60s. She's doing something <laughs> they did 60 years ago. 
but yet it, it's working because no one's they, all those people are dead and gone they don't remember it so yeah. all these new people are like yeah. oh this is cool this is new that's how fashion works it's really <coughs> stupid ass you wait fashion long designs. enough that's why they say trends come back you have to wait until everyone who experienced it the first time is dead and gone so you can redo give it, it another 20 years folks and we can relive the height of the european 1800s dude give me like yes probably 10 more years yes. I, can, I bet you i can resell the pet rock everyone will dress up like glorious interview with a vampire individuals I mean, to the be long, fair, that, that's coats, better than flowery remember, shirts. Remember how Back to the Future said we'd be dressing in 2015 and beyond? I mean, it's life oh. preservers. <laughs> than a life preserver. I, I would love a, the a rainbow, jacket. the oil rainbow sleek pants. I would love jackets. a jacket. I could just push a button and it's just jacket drying. Your jacket is now dry. Yeah, I wish we did that, but I feel like you don't get that wet enough to do that. You're right, he was kind of soaked. I don't think that... I mean, obviously, it's... Like, I mean, unless you just happen to, like, fall into the water. And also, oh, what, dang! What about his thank, pants? Thank goodness, and I got this. his shoes and his socks. There was no self-drying pants. Yeah. I don't know, we're getting way off topic. <laughs> so, slowly but steadily, night, at night after night goes by, she keeps having a good time, but then she starts feeling a little uneasy, because it seems like there's more to this story from the 60s than what meets the eye. Uh, the the dream world starts to merge with the real world for her. And she starts going a little insane. Yeah, she starts picking and choosing or thinking that people in her present are the people from the past. And yes, past and present merge into some one. people for others. It's a psychological thriller at this point. I'm trying to think. And uh, uh, it kind of then turns more onto just... Her being crazy in present day, and it kind of starts to focus on uh, the the past storyline, which is played by Anna Taylor Joy as the character. Anya. The, Anya. I, I I called her Anna for the longest time, yeah, and then I was like, there's, there's a, a Y, y in, in there, there, and I'm yeah, like, oh, it's yeah, Anya. Yeah. She she plays the the chick in the 1960s that she always sees, and uh, Matt Smith, right? Matt Smith is the is the Doctor uh, Who himself. Like is is her agent? Eleventh Doctor. And basically, instead of making her a singer, makes her a uh, just kind of like a, a background dancer prostitute. And uh, yeah, so we get the uh, the the ravage savage side of the 1960s London clubhouse. Mm-hmm. Heroin, croak, coke, and hookers. Lots of b- blow and stuff and party hard. I don't know. I was I wasn't alive in the 60s in London, but it I'm sure like that a was a hell of a time for some people, but not not a good time for others. So. Yeah, she basically got like bought out and blackmailed into being just a prostitute More like instead, of, instead of becoming a singer like she wanted to. Yeah. And then so that that horrific storyline blends in with her future storyline wanting to become a model and she kind of starts going crazy and losing her mind. She also starts to dress herself and she changes her hair to look like the girl from the past. Yeah. Uh, she starts to... She, she gets confident a little bit, but like you said... Something it then starts to mess with her. Yeah, she, she thinks seeing, that she's all successful, but she then starts, uh, psych. She starts seeing ghosts everywhere, and not just regular ghosts. These are like still figured men, shadowy figures with their faces blurred out. You can't even see them, and they just start popping up all over the place. And she gets freaky, freaked out more and more and more. Um, we get a love interest. I mean, kind of sort of. Just another college boy. He's trying to be friends the with her. The caring, the caring college boy. Uh, 
I'm trying to remember more specific details. I mean, it's pretty general plot. I don't want to give too much away without. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a general plot. The cool the coolest thing was just like the the dual life blending in together and seeing all the uh, yeah the symbolism the, shot, the, shots the symbolism also... between both lives and the the shots when she's in the dream world of her replacing her and her and Anya's character getting like replaced back and forth yeah there was one specific scene at the beginning when they're dancing and ever so often like that matt so smith cool. will twirl will twirl will twirl one of them out of camera off camera mm-hmm. and then as he comes around then he he's all of a sudden he's got the other one in his hand doing the dancing and you said that they probably did maybe did like a special effect shot like where they just added in or her, or they did. They filmed it twice, and they did. And they just they merged it together. But it. I'm I'm pretty sure when they when they took her off camera, that was their practical effect version. Be like, hey, let's save some money. You just have to twirl off camera, and then you twirl on. I I, I feel like that'd be more. Maybe I think that would look better. It keeps your budget down. Um, maybe. And there were a couple other shots, like with mirrors, that I wondered if it was it was supposed to be a mirror, but it's like yeah. I wonder if when she whatever side she was on. If there wasn't a mirror and like the other half was a mirror to show that it's still reflecting the other actor where she was supposed to be. But yeah, any any reflective surface during the 1960s had her present day form in the reflection. And then, or it would either switch the other way where the reflection would be on his character and she would be living the dream or whatever. Now, I will say, one of those shots bugged me. There's a shot when she's coming down some stairs, mm-hmm. and there's a mirror there's along the, the mirror wall. along the stairwell. Anya Taylor Joy isn't looking at the mirror; she's looking out into mm-hmm. the crowd, and then <laughs> the other girl is also looking out into the crowd from the mirror. So it wasn't even really <laughs> a reflection. And I was like, that kind of bugged me. I thought she's supposed to be like embodying her, but yet she's, she's able. I know, but it just when you think about it, it's just like, oh, it's supposed to be a reflection, and no. It's they an did, out they of did, body they, they experience. Did it, they did it again when she was talking to Matt Smith in that same shot I mentioned earlier. She would, like Anya would be looking one way, mm-hmm. but then the other girl's just like free to just look wherever. And I thought that was odd because when you first see her, she walks up to the mirror and does like the, the touching yeah. her lip and does whatever motion she did. Anya Taylor Joy did, and I'm like, oh, so that's literally what's happening. She is her. At the moment, but then it, I don't know. Certain moments, she she wasn't, and it was it was a little weird to go back and mm. forth. She was just experiencing her life. That's just that's just like I said. That, that may just be me. Like um, I I like the movie. I just I, I don't know something about it. Just but as yeah as for the for the whole rest of the main plot is basically turns into a mystery thriller of what happens to Anya Taylor Joy's character from the 1960s onward she apparently gets murdered and she's trying to figure out who gets murdered like she tries to solve the crime in present day basically Mm -hmm. and and dealing with the the demons of the past and the ghosts of the past and And everyone thinks she's crazy because it's like why are you bringing up and yeah she she like she goes yeah she goes to the police and claims that she's seen visions of a murder from the 1960s and they're just like okay yeah sure (laughs) and she thinks that she knows who the killer is in present day. She thinks that Terrence Stamp, who has been frequenting... Are we going to spoil it? I mean, we spoil we've, technically movie. we've spoiled just about every single movie. Yeah, we usually reviewed. spoil all the movies we watch. Um, Spoiler so alerts Terrence from here Stamp on out. frequents the bar that she works at all the time, uh, especially once she starts dressing up like Anya Taylor-Joy. He notices that she looks just like her. 
Um, but he doesn't know that she's seeing visions or anything like that. I don't... Um, I'm trying to think of what, what happened from there. So she, she like I said, she, she went to the police. She, she accused Terrence Stamp of doing all this jazz. And they, no, they didn't really do anything at all. And then he shows up at the bar and she confronts him. Also, up at, at this point, uh, we didn't mention uh, the ghosts that she was seeing, all the pale, uh, rubbed out face men. Uh, they started to show up even more and more, and they freaked her out so much in the library when she was trying to find all these news articles about the murder that she almost killed her bitch of a roommate. Yep, yep. All the ghosts were embodying real life people, and she was just going crazy yeah. when it was just normal people. Yeah. Losing her mind because in the 1960s, Anya Taylor-Joy's character was losing her mind. What I thought was funny, and being a I mean, yes, she did, like, kind of attempt murder. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. But she was stopped well in time, and it's just the, the reaction that that girl had, she was like, what the fuck? And then she just, she just immediately walks away to get secure. Security! And I'm just, just like, what is security going to do with this situation? Um, so anyway, back to the bar. She confronts Terrence Stamp, and he starts to deny, deny, deny. He's doing the whole Nixon thing. He has no idea what she's talking about. There's a lot of there's a lot of good twists and teases throughout the whole movie as well. Because like she she talks to him earlier about like the past and he's like oh yes i knew all the girls back then everything he says makes him think like he was and he would like, be and Matt she, Smith's she, character. she asks specifically about anya's character i can't remember the name of anya's character i can't remember the name of anyone oh my god because i don't even remember the name of her main character but, uh, i'll look it up Lu and and louise louise nope. eloise nope. eloise El eloise was her name eloise was her name yeah, she was Eloise. And, uh... Oh, everybody knew her, too. He's like, everybody knew her. Sandy. Sandy, there we go, yeah. So she asks him about Standy, and... Standy? And he, he was like, <laughs> everyone knows Sandy. Everybody knew her. I knew Sandy. Sandy was a great woman, blah, 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 blah. And that was a that's, a... that's a hefty tease of things to come, but, uh... It was highly like, you know, with the information we had, we were like, oh, that guy's straight up freaking Matt Smith's character. Yeah, I mean, even, sold even the, her trailers, on the prostitution. The trailers even made it and put him out there under the spotlight. Like, oh, this is him yeah. in the future. He's still alive. And so, yeah, pretty much the whole movie is a great little mystery thriller of you're like, oh, what's going to freaking happen? What's going to freaking happen? So what, what's the word? A misdirection. Great big misdirection. Yeah. They make yeah. you look one way, and then all of a sudden, all this shit's happening over here for real. Yeah. Um, so she, as she's confronting him, he's leaving the bar and all of a sudden he just walks in the middle of the street. Gets hit by a freaking car. The third time in the movie when that, when somebody almost gets hit by a car. Yep. Yeah, that is, finally, that is funny. They teased yeah. it the they whole teased, movie. They teased it the whole movie they of people walking, walking out, out in the middle of the cars. And then this time he walked out and they did... First of all, and funny enough, like I think the first time Eloise walks out in the car and he's watching her and he tells her like, "You better watch your step, girl." Yeah, he did. Mm. That's funny and since he did. Surprise! He didn't so, freaking follow his own advice. <laughs> uh, come to find out, as he's sitting there laying there, the owner of the bar runs out and as she knew him by name, uh, I can't remember what his name was, Reggie or something. 
But turns out it wasn't Matt Smith's character. This is actually a old retired cop from the area that, that worked that with Vice. We, and we actually saw him react with Anya Taylor Joy in the past. He played um it was the the, the actor who played him was the guy who played yeah. the priest in Pirates of the Caribbean 4. Yeah. I can't think of his name. He's been in a few other things. Yeah, so that was really cool. We get to see, like, there's just this one random scene in one of the dream sequences where this guy comes up and talks to to freaking Sandy, and he's like, you need to get out of here. This isn't the good life for you. You're you're basically a prostitute. It's like, you need to get out of here. And she's like, go screw off, dude. I know what I'm doing. Well, she also says, like, what are you, some kind of cop? And then, yeah, he asks him if he's a cop, and he's like, he doesn't answer or whatever. I think he said something like, uh... uh... And surprise, it turns out to be him the whole time. Yeah, which I mean that like I said, classic misdirection. Which was, they they yeah, make you look really at cool. they make you think it's one thing and then really it's obviously another. They put in just really plain scenes because it was that scene was really cool because it was it was guy after guy after guy. Yeah, her sitting change, down. She, with she would her. change her name after every single and, Yeah, they would they would always sit down and be like, You're really pretty, what's your name, honey? And she would always change her name. And then just like one of them was him as the cop younger, and yeah. he he was the only one trying to get her out. Everyone else just wanted to freaking bang her because she was a prostitute. <laughs> so that was really cool. And uh, yeah, that that was really cool because there was the, the mirror with uh, Eloise on the other side, just like bawling her eyes out and like you gotta stop this. It's like wake up and like pay attention to what you're doing. That was that was really cool. I, it was interesting in certain shots. It was almost like they heard her. Yeah. So that was the whole thing. That was the one thing about this entire movie. When I'll get to it at the, at the reveal in a minute, it just I'll, I'll talk about it because it really just it bugged me. This that whole thing about it. Well, it was, cool it was never really explained. Eventually, she did the scene where she was beating on the glass, like trying to wake her, and she yeah, and busted she, through and she, yeah. grabbed her and was like, "Listen to me." But then it, I mean, it didn't do anything. But yeah, it didn't. Do anything. But it was just the whole. They didn't. They never really explained in this movie like how she was going back in the past. It was just a dream. She was just having dream visions. Because she woke up every day in the bed. You're right. She but literally I mean, was there, just... There had to have been some explanation why this was happening. Uh, she was psychotic, though, because her mom... They said that her mom did the same thing. Her mom tried to go be a fashion designer, and she went crazy and killed herself. But actually, now that I think about it, what happens at the end actually makes a little more sense for that. Uh, so, continuing on, the cop's dead... Eloise doesn't know what to do. She goes back to her apartment, uh, and she uh, she ends up telling the woman, uh, Lady Elena, that she just can't stay here anymore. She didn't want to have to do. She she promised her she wouldn't be one of those people that just caught up and left. Uh, she wanted to make sure that she did it right, and then all of a sudden she starts talking how she knew everything about how what was going on. She had known about the murder, quote unquote. Yeah, she came to her earlier, the the old um, lady who owned the apartment building, and, like, asked her about Sandy, and was like, did you ever know a girl that lived here? And she was like, loads of girls lived like, here. Yeah, lots of people It's a girl died. named Sandy, she died here, and she's like, this is London, loads of people died in the 60s. <laughs> I was, was going to say. Loads of girls yeah. died in the 60s, and like, well, she's not wrong. It's like, everybody lives in a room that so someone's like, died yeah. in. <laughs> like, you're not wrong. Um, but she brings it up again. Uh, but now that she's gone completely loco crazy, the past has caught up with her in the real world, and she's lost her mind. She's going to leave London and return back home in her nice, safe countryside home with Granny, not having to be inflicted by the pains and woes of prostitution in the 1960s. 
trying to remember what, wh- and why she she goes to tell said this. She trying... goes to tell the the old lady running the the apartment building that she's leaving, and that she has given up her stay. And uh, she she drugs her. The old lady like drugs her, for some reason. Did she drug her? Mm-hmm. And, uh, she's, she's bringing the cop, the cops came around to interview the old lady at the apartment building because the Eloise lived there and she went and like, she went crazy near the end and the cops were like coming to just check on her. And so the cops came around and that's, she didn't didn't like the cops, she didn't like the cops sniffing around around because the big reveal turns out Lady Olena was Sandy the entire time. The old lady running the apartment building was Sandy and she didn't get murdered despite Eloise seeing her get murdered. She did the murdering. Surprise! All those Sandy, all of them, and then they didn't clarify this, but I, I just pictured all of them. Yeah. Every single one of those men that Sandy slept with, she just killed them all. After finally Sandy got over her drug-infused prostitution addiction, she turned into a serial killer and murdered all the men that slept with her and stuffed them into her walls in her apartment building. And funnily enough, they teased it when uh, Eloise was looking through all the newspaper clippings and the the, the yep. fishery or there were whatever te- it was. There were teases kept, all throughout the all, all of the, it just kept saying men went missing, went missing. Yep. Went, nothing about a murder, but it was just a lot of missing she, cases. The whole time she was looking for the murder of Sandy in the newspapers and all she was finding was just men going missing. That she had never seen or that heard she had from. never heard or seen of and she didn't, she was just skipping through them all as newspaper after newspaper of men just going missing forever <laughs> and then fortunately i don't know how they all and she had them all they all ended up being declared missing and instead of like murder so i don't know how she got away with that uh nobody thought to think hey matt smith's character uh well he, he died too she she ended up killing matt smith's character we yeah. thought he was the one that killed sandy but she actually he, i think he was one of the first ones that she killed she, or yeah i think she was probably he was she was probably <laughs> he was probably the first one that died because that was like her agent manager person right so he, he would have been the, the only one that rings. knew he would have been the only one that knew all the others so i think it started with him like she had had enough or whatever because well, he, he, have... he kept chasing her down to be like you're in my control but how would she have lined up all those men after him so I'm, she might have killed them and then killed him. Matt Smith at the mm-hmm. end. Mm-hmm. He might have been the last one. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so she she find you find out that she's the killer. She's been here this whole time, living her life in jolly old London, which was I thought was really because I didn't expect it. I didn't either. Yeah. And I, I mean that that was I, the big. I enjoyed for it. Me. And what was cool was like once that's revealed, you immediately go, God, all the signs we missed because like that's what I was saying. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure when I watch it again, there's gonna be so much at the beginning. She'll she say like, something. Hey, She's gonna. Hey. She probably said something at the very beginning that basically said, "I'm the killer," yeah. and we just. Whoosh, we just threw it off thinking, nah, she's too old to be Anya Taylor-Joy. She keeps talking <laughs> about, like, like uh, Her hair was the same. Eloise says, like, why don't you sell the place? And she's like, I could never sell this place. Too many memories. And too then many memories. She can't sell because there's dead bodies in the walls. And it's like, ah, yes, it's because you were literally a prostitute in this very room for who knows how long. And then you murdered everyone here. How great. So, overall... I mean, 
Oh, I guess we can't say it. We're not over yet. So we she won't, yeah, well, I mean, we could spoil the rest of it, I guess, but we don't really have to. Oh, yeah, we just got, like, nine minutes. <laughs> but uh, basically, that kind of wraps up that story. They escape. She tries to kill him. Yeah, the Sandy boy, tries to kill the Eloise. The boyfriend comes back in and tries to... The boyfriend to, comes back in. And she stabbed him. She stabs but him. But he lived. He lives, luckily. And uh, this was the... I thought this was silly. The, the, the final ending sequence, Lady Olenna's, like, got scissors or something. That she's she got stabbed a knife. With. There was a knife. I couldn't yeah. remember if it was a pair of scissors. And she's just... <laughs> she's walking up the stairs one step at a time. Well, Eloise is just Eloise up trying stairs. to frantically go up the stairs, but it's, she's just she's just holding her hand out like, here, hold still, dearie, hold I'm still going to stab you stab now. You. And she just, it, she, it, it was like a 30, 40 second section, and it's just like, come on. Well, I was doing the flashing between her. I know, but just, just seeing Sandy her come, going up one set of stairs, it's like she's flashing back in the middle of this. Have you ever seen those? It was her getting to be a fashion model, though, coming down the, doing the stair walk no, thing that the fashion no. models does. It, yes. it, it made me think, you ever seen an episode of anything when they have a flashback and all of a sudden they're out of the flashback and the other person's like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're just staring off into space. That's what I felt like it was. She Every time it would flash, she'd stop on the step. And then when she got out of the flash, oh, I'm back to, I'm back to stabbing. It was again. a little drawn out, but it was supposed to be the whole symbolism thing. Uh, but so there, there were just moments like that that were a little janky to me. Yeah. And for Edgar Wright, I wish he had tightened it up a little bit. There were just some moments that I felt like he could have done better, especially considering how awesome Baby Driver is. Like, that movie's just, like, seamless. That's a nice little action movie. But this movie, it just it just felt like there were just missing pieces or it went through things fast, certain things fast and certain things slow that didn't need to be... Yeah, some of the pacing was just off. I, I I can't really explain. I overall I liked the plot and I liked uh, the uh, it was a nice reveal mystery thriller. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, the thing that irked uh, because I did I didn't think they really explained it, but it could have just been all the spirit all so all the spirits that she saw throughout the movie were just the spirits of the dead men that Sandy had killed, mm-hmm. and they were trying to ask for help. Instead of uh, classic, the ghost isn't trying to scare yeah. you. It wants you to. Yeah. It wants you to help it, um, and it, it did make sense to me because they never explained how she went into the past and all that. But I guess the ghosts could have been like spiritually energizing her brain, well, or she something. was in the room where they. That's all what I'm saying. Died big big spiritual energy room yeah. and all this shit. Yeah. So they were like projecting her into the past she, or whatever. She didn't, yeah, she didn't have any of the visions or anything until she got to that room and slept and whatnot. They just didn't explain it well. And that I feel like that, because that's like the main plot point of the movie. She is somehow going back into the past. She's just having And reliving. You can't just say she's just doing this because yes, not she can. everyone that's can literally just... how it always works in any movie where you have freaking visions. But they didn't really explain the vision. You don't need... That's the whole point. There's Visions are unexplainable. Usual, there's always an explanation for visions. No. We just saw Eternals. Athena was having visions. Those were explained. Visions of freaking... Past lives? Yeah. Which those were explained. That's not visions, though. It's literally her memories. So what are these? These are visions she's having. Visions aren't literally was, was it a vision spiritual or was it, stuff. Or was it Sandy's memories? Because she was embodying Sandy. She's having visions of Sandy's past life. But is it a vision? But that's literally it's what not the her memories. Doing. It's not her own memories. It doesn't. It's literally a vision. 
every freaking movie with visions in it just happen because of a spiritual thing. Of just unexplained phenomena. That's what a vision is. Every movie... That's how all the people drank the Kool-Aid and decide to jump off cliffs and kill themselves for the spaghetti monster in the sky. Because some dork moron claims that he has a vision that if we jump off cliffs after drinking loads of morphine pills and Kool-Aid, we can ascend to outer space now and become celestial beings. But every other vision, <laughs> I'm, I guarantee you, if I go, I, I, I can't think of any off the top it's of the my whole head. whole point. Any other movie that has visions, there's an explanation for those visions, mm-hmm. why they're having those visions. And this movie, it just didn't go into that. And I thought because it was a main plot point, it should have been... It was explained at the end. All the ghosts wanted it revenge it, for being we saw it wasn't really explained. Wanted you just explained it. I said that you can call it that, but yeah, that, it's yeah, not, it, that's a half-assed explanation no, no, because it, it, did, it didn't really explain that. That's just me trying to put two and two together this to make it sound good. This lady had a shit life where she was being strewn off as a prostitute and then murdered everyone. That story needs to be solved. There's a lot of unrest there between lives. You're right. But we, we're putting that, that two and two together because energy. we know that kind of plot line in that story, but not yeah. everyone does. And I'm saying for That's the general... That's the whole point of movies in general is to break down the plot and understand the underlying themes of filmatic history. This one didn't do it. I don't think You this... just said it did! Not really. At, like... It just did! <laughs> She's literally running up the stairs getting chased by Sandy and she's like oh all the ghosts are trying to hold me back and then she goes wait you guys are just trying to help you're all the people she murdered and all the ghosts are like yay you're right that solves the plot but that doesn't explain how she went back into the past with because those all those ghosts were there it didn't say that it we we just assume that we are assuming that because yeah. it didn't verbatim say it, it doesn't in the movie. need to have an explanation they're visions of it, the past this movie i think needed to do just oh a little bit God. more explained that's just Shh. me you we already her we mom this... her mom was psychotic and killed herself so the genes were passed on she's psychotic and hallucinates mixed with a room of tortured pornographic so is it hallucinations prostitution or are they really there? and dead souls of many men that did wrong things to a woman all mixed in with a crazy genetic woman brings visions of the past to light so you literally just said all this stuff Throw it into a cocktail, and there's your explanation. Yep. That is not an explanation. No, nope, that's all. literally the explanation. That's just a, a cocktail. Of Jesus chaos. didn't come down on the spaghetti monster chariot and go, My dear Eloise, here, the drop of vision dust sprinkled upon you. Go along, Tinkerbell. I do not need you anymore. All I'm saying is it's a little vague. Just a little vague. And you're supposed to make your own decision on it. She just well, I vision. shouldn't have to do that for every single movie. Certain movies, I get it. But this one, it was just like... I don't know. It just... That was the whole point of this movie. Because every scene had like a deeper meaning to it. She goes, oh, I can't sell this house. To anyone and their grandmother, they would go, oh, yeah, she's just very fond of this house. Psych! She's murdered everyone in this house, and she was a prostitute in this house for 30 years. And that explains all those subplot lines, too, but not the most important one. It just, it just, they, they, it seems very well explained. I'm going to get, I'm going to look tonight when I get home, and I'm going to see how many people also thought this, 
And if it's a lot... I want you to find how many people have a problem with her dreaming of the, the 1960s past of this person's life. In the room where she was prostituted out for X how long by X number of men, and then she murdered them all in that room. That's your explanation. There's all that oomphy, juicy juju right there. Again, you had to put it together yourself. Not really, no. It was plain as day. They gave you all, they gave us all the pieces. The end of the movie, she literally goes, this is the room where I was prostituted out by all these men. I then later killed all these men in the same room. This room has a lot of blood and juju in it. And cum as well, probably. found that out in the last two minutes of the film. And that then explains why she has all the visions and dreams in that room. Just... If she was in any other room, which she was, she didn't have the visions and dreams. She was in her college dorm room. She didn't have any dreams or visions there. She was back home. She only had visions of her crazy mom. She didn't have any visions of Sandy in 1960s Soho, London, when she was anywhere except in that room where Sandy was a prostitute and murdered a bunch of men. The only reason why I say it also doesn't make sense is because Sandy was still alive, so then how could she have... All of that evil energy that that lady had to suffer through. That's how visions start. Virus and threat protection. Uh, let's just move That's on. how the visions became. A virus and threat protection. So, I give it a solid six. Wow, you didn't like it. I liked it. It's just... I see. I see. I wouldn't buy it. And you know I, I buy a lot of movies. I definitely buy it. I, I enjoyed it. I really liked it. Maybe if I watch it again, my, my I liked all will all the cat all the cast did really well. The music's phenomenal. With any Edgar Wright movie, music is always phenomenal. We love that man and his music pickings. Uh, I, I I highly suggest every year the man comes out with a like top fifty songs of the year on Spotify. He does a playlist every year, and then they're phenomenal songs. Oh, so, so take a look at those. The year's coming to an end, so I'm looking forward to Edgar's Wright 2021 music playlist for the year. He does it every year. I always look forward to it. It's always some good songs on there. I just, out of all the, the films he's done music. in the recent years, this one, it just didn't, it, it hit on like, it hit on like eight out of nine cylinders. Like, nine, yeah, nine, yeah nine, like I'll say that. Nine like out of ten cylinders. Some parts just didn't hit for me, and I it, it, it stuck. Clearly. I think it was just it was just a nice little little mystery thriller movie, very subtle nice little mystery. Thriller I just think movie. it could have been a better plot point or twist about it. I liked it, so I give it six out of ten, maybe six point five. I'll say if I watch it again, it may go up to a seven, but I probably don't. I'd give it a four out of five, I guess. That's so like an eight. No, it's a four out of five. It's not an it, 8 out of 5. It's equivalent to an no, 8 out No, it's not. I would probably give, if I had to do, do I'd, give fractions? It a, I'd give it a 9 out of 10. But a 4 out of 5. What's a 9 out of 10, then, on a 5 scale? Without 4. fractions. 4. No, there's no fractions, though. Can't do fractions. It's not a fraction. 4.5. You can't do decimal. that, though. You can't have a 0.5, though. It's a single scale. There's, so you half, can't have there's half stars. You can't do that. Not, not, not there, on my there's, rating. There's full stars and less. Not on my rating. You can have yeah. a sliver no, of a star. Nope, not on my rating. Not on my rating. I'm telling you, we gotta do an episode on the rating system. I, and we gotta describe it. I just, this. I don't wanna we get into it. We gotta do it. It's I'm, gonna happen. I'm fine just accepting your it's way. Four and out of five. And accepting my way. Um, 
all the acting was was really good. I enjoyed all the acting. Yeah, the girl who played Eloise. I really liked her in Jojo Rabbit, and I'm I'm liking her a lot more. Yeah, I completely. She she seemed very different in Jojo Rabbit. I literally looked her up and I was like, oh snap, it was her in Jojo Rabbit. So she she's great actress. She did really good. And Anya Taylor Joy is always a, a fabulous. Lovely yeah, individual. I'm, I'm starting to like her more and more every every movie I watch. I didn't care for her as much in New Mutants. But every, well, I mean. <laughs> everything else there I've seen. There's a reason I why. I haven't watched Queen's Gambit. But yeah, I've yet to watch Queen Gambit. I heard that was amazing as well. I need to watch it before they make that play. But, uh, <laughs> they're making a play out of it. They're making a play out of it? Oh, wow. Or maybe it was a play out of it. Okay. It was originally a stage play. It was a book. Well, then they're making a play. <laughs> I was There's a say, book, a Netflix series, and now they're making a play. Oh, my gosh. It it'll be a musical, won't it? Um, they're so going yeah. to do, do a musical out of chess moves. Night E4 to Queen G5. <laughs> hey, I'm already kind of dancing to that. that. That seemed pretty good, actually. Can you imagine the Harry Potter chess scene, but a musical? Yeah, exactly. They'll they'll all come out dressed up as chess pieces, and they'll be singing the moves, and they'll all be moving and flourishing, dancing, and striking each other down. Oh, God. We need to go to Broadway right now, stat. No, because honestly, I don't think that sounds better than Spider-Man Web of Shadows, and we saw what happened with that gem of a show. We saw the broken leg that came out of that. So much potential. <laughs> now they've got robots that fling across the fucking lot Anywho. at Disney, and they they can yes, do that yes, shit, yes. but they can't make one man swing from aisle six to seven <laughs> in a fucking theater. Ain't that some shit? Anywho, uh, yeah, it's I mean you know good little movie. It sits in its spot, but yeah, I I wouldn't like, I wouldn't nominate this for like a movie of the year by any means. No, to me, like I said, to me it's on the weaker end of Edgar's. Yeah. Uh, stuff I love the Cornet like the Cornetto trilogy you can't you can't yeah you can't beat that at all yeah and then you've got Scott Pilgrim uh, oh, Baby Driver Baby Driver is just such a, I don't know what he did about Baby Driver Baby Driver was like the pinnacle peak I felt of uh, Edgar Wright recently that was really good and he's already starting the second one I, when I heard that he was doing this I just I I felt like ooh. This gonna be as good, just as good as just, Baby Driver. I think this was like really like you wanted to try a little more artsy, fun stuff. We didn't really finish the story, but uh, yeah, they they survive. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy slash Sandy's character accepts defeat and says she lived a great life and she's done a lot of wrong things. Now that she murdered all the men, she just dies. The yeah, house the her, house catches on fire. After her house has been on fire. For she like decides to minutes, she, decides, she to decides to give up. burn in the house with it and have all of the memories go up in smoke and. Uh, uh, Eloise runs away with her boyfriend. They get together, and she lives a happy life and succeeds in her college and becomes the top-tier, like, fashion student of the college and has her own little fashion show at the end. It's like, yay. Probably, like, finals week or some shit. And like she sees her mom again, and she sees Sandy in, in 1960s form as her, like, other little, like, mental, insane passenger person. Yeah, that's what makes me wonder if they're going to do more. I, I hope he no. doesn't, but... Why would they? There's literally nothing else to do. There. You could make something up. There are so many no, things. That's, the whole point is that now Sandy, in the untarnished, unprostituted version, is is with her now, living the dream she wanted to. So she pulled, so she pulled Mannequin Skywalker. Yeah, basically. He was Darth Vader. He's Darth old, Vader, and then when he old man, when he's when in, he died, when he's he in Force young, Bomb, his young he's spirited self. Anakin. That's so silly. I thought it was silly when they did that in the movie. 
That's perfect. What do you mean? He's now good, and, no, it, and he, even, even he's a force Wars, ghost when, as Anakin. When they replaced the original actor with, oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah, Hayden yeah, yeah, Christian, yeah, yeah, making him younger, yeah. it's like, oh, he was old and died as yeah, Darth Vader, yeah. but yet now his spirit's the young. I kind of get it because like it was like, oh, it was it was him before he turned into Darth Vader. It was. Anakin and, and I mean Skywalker, that's that's more or less Darth what you said Vader. for this movie. She's yeah. Anya Taylor Joy before she yeah. turned into the serial killer prostitute. Yeah, <laughs> it's just silly to think of it as like, oh, she had an Anakin Skywalker moment. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but yes, uh, overall it's worth a watch. Definitely. Yeah. Fun. Give, give fun. It a watch. Fun little movie. Nice. And like I said, I've I've gotten to a point nice in, my in every life category. Where I don't know why I have to watch movies twice to really appreciate them. Good good acting, good costume design, fabulous movie. But fun fun surprise twists. If you didn't listen to the podcast, you wouldn't have it as spoiled, and you would have been like, "Oh snap, nice twists." Hopefully, his uh, be on the lookout for Baby Driver Two. He said he's done with the script. Oh really? Or he's been what? working on the script. I don't know. Hopefully that'll be his next movie, and I want to I want to see it. Fun, but yeah. <laughs> anyway, in conclusion, we have a Twitter. It's at expect entmt. We also have an Instagram that is still pre- presently under construction. It's just expect entertainment on Instagram. There will be no pictures on it at the moment. Still, we're working on some. We'll videos. come back to every episode once we get pictures posted and put a. Anundum to every episode oh, saying God, no. we now have pictures on the Instagram. God, no. <laughs> no, we're not gonna do that. Oh my um, God. That'd be horrifying. <laughs> Expect entertainment remastered. <laughs> God, that'd be terrible. Um, but yes. So anyway, stay tuned for our following episode. Uh, we'll be either discussing or we should be discussing Eternals. We'll be doing yes, Eternals um, next. We will get to Dune eventually. God dang it! Yes. I feel like we're so behind on it, but that's okay. We, we, we went to... we went really out of order with these, but it happens. It does happen. This because like Dune came out worse because like and... I said, when this episode premieres, Disney Plus Day is happening, <laughs> and we have we know we gonna have about we're gonna we're gonna have a whole episode probably just for that. Mm-hmm. We did last year because we had like thirty things announced. So this time, yeah. all those things that were but announced... we also had an episode for the DC fandom event because it was good. This year, it sucked. And we just talked about it for like five minutes this year. But this year, a lot of those things that we saw announced last year are going to have trailers. I don't know. Big name Kenobi show. There's supposed to be a trailer on it this uh, tomorrow. I'm really we'll excited. We'll see. Um, anyway, we hope you enjoyed this awesome conclusion we did have to do a two-parter big Um, old chunky two-parter hopefully we thought we could actually talk about one movie two movies in one podcast. to be fair we went a little over and beyond with antlers more than we probably should have um we enjoyed that movie yeah i liked it (laughs) i liked last night and so this movie if i have to like pair it with another one i'd really try it's not as good as crimson peak but it is along the same tableau of Crimson Peak. As good as? Not as good as. It was definitely better than Crimson Peak. Oh my mm. god, that movie sucked. Okay. I, went into that, I went into that movie thinking okay. it was a scary movie and it was just an artsy... The same thing with this movie. But this the one trailer had made thrill it and plot seem to like it. There the, was... the first Crimson Peak didn't feel like okay. it had a plot okay. to it. Okay, well that's the end of the episode, folks. Um, I hope you have a pleasant rest of the week as always i'm apparently the wrongful and distasteful tanner yes and i am still glenn until next time 
on Expect Entertainment. Whatever.